now sitting at the wave table. Hey, hello everyone. Welcome to episode five of the wave table. I'm here with Chris, who I actually met years ago on a game called Halo Reach. Uh, we actually participated in a small community together, just playing custom games, racing tournaments and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it was pretty fun times. I miss those days. Uh, I think I'd say we've both matured a lot since then though <laughs> yeah i think that was whoa man that was like eight years ago or something yeah <laughs> that's pretty crazy man yeah i mean I was, i'm 25 now i think i was about 16 around that time so yeah it's pretty wild <laughs> and to think like i was actually uh like because i was one of the people that ran the racing league I was like, man, right. this is going to make such a cool thing for my resume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you can use it. I have, I actually use for the current job I'm in. I used um, video game stuff on my oh, yeah? resume. Yeah, because I mean, I was playing esports and uh, I was like the IGL for a, a siege team. And so um, I kind of used it as like a leadership point. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense yeah cool so you can use it yeah so chris here is one half of jet lag girl and he also used to do some solo stuff um do you just want to kind of tell us where you're at at the moment with your music stuff and all that man it's been a journey yeah um started jet lag girl originally as a different project name when we were in like high school um had like a whole slew of things happen till like 2017 and then we kind of just went dark a little bit i was having some personal life stuff to deal with and so we've kind of just been chilling for like two three years and then we made this one song the secret recipe and uh we kind of just really really liked it and put a lot of effort into that put that one out early this year and did a music video with it and then coronavirus happened <laughs> and so yeah yeah now we're just um taking our time with things you know we had kind of planned some stuff but now with all that happening we were kind of just like let's let's just chill write some music um you know maybe we'll come out and do another music video here soon i don't know but just kind of stockpiling stuff right now yeah i think stockpiling is kind of the best thing you can do at the moment um have you guys considered like doing any twitch streams or anything like performances live yeah so we uh we actually did oh man when did we do it i think it was april i want to say we did um a live stream called Cyberstock. um it was put on by a whole bunch of people um but uh, yeah we got we got into that through uh my partner my music partner his his brother was was throwing the lineup together and helped us get onto that and that was really cool um, there was a lot of people really from all over the country that were doing that one and that was really fun um and then we did another little small stream um i don't know if it was last weekend or the weekend before i'm terrible with time if you can't tell <laughs> but uh we did another stream with some friends uh player one it was a little small festival two-day live stream thing uh in the backyard in new orleans that's dope and uh yeah i actually didn't get to make it um my, my partner tyler he had to go and do it because i had to work but uh yeah, we've, we've been doing that kind of stuff. So we've been doing a little bit of live streaming with that. And then before, um, 
when the coronavirus thing first started, we were doing a lot of like um, video game live streams and stuff. Yeah, um, on our Rocket YouTube League page. stuff. Yeah, just chilling out, playing some games, Rocket League, Call of Duty. Um, but then kind of here in America, we had our whole um, Black Lives Matter thing uh, with George Floyd and everything started to happen. It's and it just kind of, yeah, it was, I mean, it, it, it's a pretty, pretty crazy time right now. I mean, I think it's for the best that everything's happening, but uh, it's really crazy. And so, yeah, that kind of happened and we were like, well, it didn't, it didn't feel super right to be sitting there playing video games and, and, and all that. So we, uh, we, we kind of stopped for a little bit and we kind of just been putting the brakes on things. Um, so that some, uh, you know, issues around town can mm. <laughs> be, be addressed before we start thinking about that again. I think we're, we're close to probably starting to do more content, more videos on YouTube and live streaming games and stuff again. Cool. Yeah. You, I mean, you could always like direct money toward like direct your viewers to, towards donating uh to the cause and stuff but yeah um, i know yeah. some people want to do that and some people aren't really comfortable with it so yeah it's yeah yeah it is a strange area for sure and yeah i mean we did um the the last live stream we were a part of that little small one with player one um that one was uh, a charity stream nice. a lot of donations i forget specifically there was a couple different organizations it was for but uh, that one was a charity stream that we did do awesome um, but yeah but hopefully, hopefully we can get our shit figured out. Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Cool. Uh, yeah, ho- hopefully we get our shit figured out in America and uh, really all over the world, I guess. But specifically here, right now, um, hopefully we get that figured out and we can kind of get the ball rolling back with you know music events and, and things like that. I know me and my friends certainly miss it. Oh yeah, I miss it as well, man. Yeah. Just like stuck at home. Like even though I don't didn't go out that much, just not having the choice is just crippling. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> and it was so weird because we we played a show um right before the coronavirus thing happened. We played um I think it was like the, maybe the last week of February or something. It was during Mardi Gras down here. I don't know if you know what Mardi Gras is. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it I, in movies and stuff. Yeah. So it was during Mardi Gras and um we played this show down here in new Orleans and it was such a good time. It was so like reinvigorating for my musical inspiration and stuff. And then coronavirus happened and it was kind of just like, Oh, well now what? And yeah. wasn't, wasn't there like pe- people that just kept partying anyway? They just didn't like give a shit. Yeah. It's been a mess. I mean, there's been a lot, um, where I live specifically Louisiana, you know, it's, 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 um, it's up and down. Some people are really, obeying things and, and doing mass and some aren't you know and it's it's caused a mess for sure new orleans was a big mess because of mardi gras like there's so many people from so many different places right uh, all together and so that really messed things up for sure um but it's a mess i don't know things are starting to heat up again too so who knows oh man i actually saw um you know to chami or is it chami i don't know yeah the, yeah, yeah. Him. i think it's chami but yeah, um, I saw yeah. on Twitter that he has like a, a branded mask now, and I guess yeah. like <laughs> that's that's uh, the music industry's way of getting people to do the right thing. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Uh, that's that's a whole interesting thing in itself. Yeah. That this like I don't know, it's just crazy to me the world we live in that something like this happens and to stay afloat we start making masks <laughs> to yeah. sell. Kind of kind of <laughs> weird. 
Um, it's so weird. Capitalism is strange. Yeah, I think I think it'll at least get some people who weren't on board with the mask thing to do it now, since they have one of their favorite artists masks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's jump into your most recent release, The Secret Recipe, as you mentioned earlier. Sure. Um, so you you guys primarily make like indie electronica, but this is. A more of a traditional style of uh music what made you yeah. guys want to jump into that kind of stuff um i think i was having a real rough time in my life personally and musically uh around like late 2017 or so um i had just released this ep called apologies which is now actually kind of difficult to find i think you can find it on soundcloud but um, we just released this EP called Apologies. It didn't really do as well as I wanted to. And we, our, our manager got a, a much better gig working with Drew Lou and East Coast. And um, so I was feeling super down on myself for sure about music and, and life and stuff. And, um, and then I, I kind of got into some depression. And so then sort of, I, I stepped away from music a little bit. I got a job. Uh, I went on some antidepressants and it just made me not creative at all for like two years um, until the um, end of 2018, beginning of 2019. And I kind of just all of a sudden wrote the secret recipe, which really I think was just inspired by like a lot of music that I listened to as a kid, you know, the stuff right. that I grew up in middle school listening to, you know, it wasn't dance music. That wasn't really, not to say it wasn't a thing. Certainly electronic music was definitely still around, but it wasn't what it is now, you know, and so back then it was all about bands and emo rock and stuff like that. And so, you know, that's what I grew up with. And then going into high school before I knew about like electronic music, it was, it was indie, you know, it was foster the people and cage the elephant and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. So I feel like just all my life I've grown up with band music. And so it was actually, I feel like I more fell into electronic music because I had some people that liked it, booked me shows and, and it was like, boom, you're a DJ now. Um, and after a while, after I took a blow with my first EP that was electronic and I feel like I sort of got really experimental with it and stuff. And um, I don't know, it just didn't feel, it felt weird to me, I guess, to make the electronic stuff. And so I just, for for shits and giggles, just because I wanted to, I made the secret recipe and, and my partner, you know, he happened to like it. And so we worked really hard on it, mixed it, mastered it. We got a friend to come in and do some guitar on it and um put that sucker out and made a music video <laughs> is that the guitar that was used behind you uh this is the one that was used in our music video not the one in the actual song right. um, this is the one i'm borrowing from a friend actually but uh it's like a 19 1960s Ooh. um sears and roebuck it's pretty fun it's it's really like shitty but i love it and that's why I love it is because it's just, I don't know, it's a really unique sound. So I've been making a lot of new stuff with that. Dope. But uh, no, this, I think the, the secret recipe, I think, was uh, one, our friend Hayden. I, I, I can't remember if he has a, a Stratocaster or a Telecaster, but it was one of those. It was, um, I originally, I made the song with a synthesizer that was sounded like an electronic guitar. And we actually got him to come in and play those chords. And then... Um, he did the little slide guitar pieces over it nice. as well. And we just sort of, he just did a random like sampling of abundance of guitar stuff. And that was one of the things. And we just sort of cut it and put it in there. Um, 
so yeah we got him to do that that's, yeah that's really cool i think it's um writing a song in the t- traditional sense is like it makes sense but it's also really fun to just write a bunch of riffs and licks that could fit together and then hand them off to someone and help just have them piece them all together yeah it was a really interesting process and i think it was the start for me of like completely switching the way that we approached our music i think from here not to say that we won't ever put out more electronic stuff but i definitely would expect more secret recipe-esque mm. things you know since then i've picked up on the guitar a lot more and so i'm writing a lot more guitar and recording my own guitar pieces and stuff awesome. so that we don't have to have people come in and do it and um I think that that's kind of the direction a little bit, you know, I always want to keep a little bit of electronic music in there because it's sort of the thing that gave me any semblance of a career. But, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I do want to do what I want to do. And I feel like, like I said, I grew up with band music and stuff. So yeah, having a more band approach feels a little bit like me. It definitely like from an outsider perspective, it also just seems right to you like, um from what i see about from you on socials and such um yeah it just seems more like where you're at currently and more true to yourself as far as i'm aware at least yeah yeah absolutely i i I think i always struggled with electronic music like absolutely no no disrespect to it um in any way i love it i really do um but i think there's a lot of it that is sort of it's it's built you know i mean it's it's almost a lot of it is almost built as as a a a genre to to for lack of a better term party to you know it's it's a very high energy music and i'm not a huge high energy guy generally i mean i can get that way but I'm, i'm more relaxed typically and um for me making music is a weird like expression of my feelings or whatever and um I felt like I was trying to do it for a really long time by like programming synthesizers and things into a computer. Um, but I felt limited and I felt like the people that listened only were so receptive. You know, I felt like people liked it and stuff and appreciated that it was genuine, but um, it wasn't, it wasn't dubstep. So <laughs> I, I felt a little bit out of place, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I want to dive into the, collaboration process for you guys because personally i find it really hard to collab with people maybe because it's just uh that i don't really do irl collabs like internet Mm. collabs are really tough um did you guys struggle with like working together when you started out as jet lag girl or did it kind of just click instantly yes 100 no we we struggled we struggled early on and i think I mean, we still continue to struggle. I think we've learned how to manage it a little bit better. Um, and we've certainly just through experimentation sort of found who's better at what and such. Um, but yeah, I mean, oof. when we first started, it was like we first started and I was big into like house music and he was big into like hip hop and trap stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> and so it was really, really tough for us to find this middle ground. So we were making a lot of weird experimental stuff where it was like a house beat that would go into a trap beat. And at the same time, we were both like learning how the hell to even do this thing, you know, yeah. how the hell these software even works, how to get third party VSTs and all this stuff, where to get samples, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like and, I was all of that, but just know. one person instead of two. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, it took a, it took a while to like figure things out. I think it really, I guess, ultimately we sort of, not to say we always work separately, but we sort of came to this system of like, one of us sort of writes the core idea of a song and then it if it's in if it's liked by both of us then we'll continue that maybe a little bit more together right um and i think that even that's evolved a little bit now to where um you know he he got a job christian or tyler by the way his his real name is christian his middle name is tyler i refer to him as tyler because we're both christian yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh, a little confusing sometimes but yeah um so tyler he he uh he got a job as a sound engineer mixing oh, and mastering a lot of rappers music and stuff and and hip-hop is really really big where we're from i mean we're from you know lil wayne land and stuff so um a lot of rappers around here for sure and so he does a lot of sound engineering aspect stuff and so he's taken a lot of time to learn you know that that engineering side the the mixing and the mastering and I'm really not that at all, to be honest. I'm not very good at that, but um, I'm a lot more driven on the the creative sides of things, you know? Um, I grew up playing piano and stuff. So typically now it's this sort of dynamic where like I'll be the creative drive a lot of the time and, and write a lot of the tunes. And then he kind of makes them sound good. Well, he'll lead the way with like the recording process and mixing and mastering. It seems like a good dynamic to have. Yeah, just both ends of yeah. the spectrum. Cool. Yeah, I think it just took time to sort of arrive at at that conclusion. But we made it. Yeah, is that kind of what it looked like with the secret recipe? I guess you kind of already answered this. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty much... I, I pretty much wrote that song in its entirety um, in my bedroom or my little extra room at the time that I had my computer in. And um, I just wrote, I think it started with the bass line, pretty much the whole thing, the whole songs around that bass line. And uh, I just made a synthesizer bass line. And then I took out this little guitar synthesizer thing and I made the little bam, 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 bam. And, um, and then just kind of built on it from there. And then I think maybe a couple of days later, I sort of in my head made the little, look at me. You won't ever get the recipe, you know, and, and figured out the lyrics. And I recorded so catchy, that, by the way, <laughs> on the, thank you. And uh, I recorded that on this mic and, and kind of sent the little demo to him. And he thought it was really cool. And, and then the process began of like getting a guitar player in, recording it, finding takes we liked, and then also going into the actual studio, into the booth and recording that and stuff. So, mm. yeah, I saw pictures yeah. of that studio you guys work in looks insane. Yeah, it's super, it's super nice. We, um, excuse me, we, uh, we get to use it. I'm not going to say freely, but around, um, business hours and stuff. If there aren't people booked up, you know, we're pretty much free to go in there since he works there. So that's really, really beneficial. We probably don't use it as much as we should, but <laughs> you know, that's awesome, man. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm lucky on that one for sure. <laughs> So I saw on your Twitter the other day that you were listening to some metal. Um, uh -huh, yeah. Is that, did you grow up on metal as well as like the indie stuff? Uh, yes and no. Um, 
I always really served a, a weird middle ground with like harder music. Um, I never, I never exclusively listened to it. It was always this thing where I sort of, I was very choosy about like a couple songs here and there. Mm -hmm. I was still kind of that way about yeah. um, heavier music, just stuff that sort of speaks to me. Um, as a kid, I was definitely more so that way because I was, you know, this angsty little angry 14 year old. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, yeah, I mean, I was listening to a lot more heavier stuff for sure. Now I've chilled out so much, but um, like we were talking about earlier with all the like, um, you know, race issues that we've got going on. And I mean, basically, you know, I don't know how it is for you, but I mean, for us, it's like, you, you know, you, you turn on your your phone, Turn you don't turn your phone on, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you pick your phone up, it turns on and, and you go to Twitter and, you know, for the last few months, you know, it's like literally everything you see is a police officer pushing down somebody or yeah. a police officer shooting somebody. And it's like, it really it weighs on you, man. It really does. And it makes you angry. And, you know, so it's like with, with social issues for us and, and coronavirus, um, I genuinely had a sense of like anger inside of me, I guess, for sure. And then, you know, because of everything happening, I work for a news station. And so it's like, we're extremely busy and I'm putting in a lot more hours than normal. And so it, that also can get frustrating and like that just sort of builds up and you get into a mood where you're like, I got to listen to some freaking metal, man. Rage against the machine <laughs> yeah. time. You know? <laughs> uh, fucking love metal. Um, but yeah, man, I definitely agree. Like when, when all this shit first started happening, I had a few days where I was just like, man, what, why do I just feel like complete shit? And then, I just realized, oh, it's just all this fucking shit that I'm seeing on socials. So yeah, I kind of just started yeah. trying to avoid scrolling through socials. Like I'm still posting, but it's it's definitely yeah. hard to scroll through socials. Yeah, it uh, it, it can it can be difficult. It's it seems like it's getting a little better, but you know. But at the same time, I I say that. I mean, I don't I don't want it to get better. You know, I think it's something that does need to be brought up. But yeah. at the same time, you just I guess personally have to sort of monitor how much you look at it and stuff because it can take over. Like you want so. you want it to get better, but not like not a band-aid fix, like an actual right. better. Yeah. Right. Um so have you guys got any uh I guess probably not real soon, but have you got any plans of other tracks to release? Yeah, um I mean I don't I don't know the specifics about like um which ones are going to come out before other ones and stuff. But I mean, this coronavirus thing, man, it, it puts such a halt on stuff and it, it, but in a weird way, it was actually very good for me personally, because we just so happened, Tyler, he was always at my house a lot at that time. And so he was coming over and hanging at my house so much that whenever the coronavirus thing hit us, we were like, Hey, you know, we have to do this lockdown. Do you want to just stay with us? So he stayed with us for uh, almost two months damn um so awesome. I mean, it was it was great yeah i mean it was nice because it's like i was able to get up every morning and talk with him about music if not working on music then at least you know coming up with ideas plans making videos and stuff um and so for a while we were really able to put a lot of content out and stuff and circling back to the original question <laughs> we were able to work on a lot of music and uh so now we have a demo folder with something like 10 damn. 12 songs in it or something like that um, yeah, we just need to finish the recording on them and decide like which ones are going to go first. Do we want to do an EP? Do you know, which that, ones make it, which ones don't. 
Is that folder just from the last two months or beyond that? Um, mostly, I think there's maybe three to three to five, three to five songs on there that might be a little older. Um, there's one song on there that I, I wrote in 2014, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so it when, was, when I was playing Halo. Oh, maybe a bit after. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit <laughs> after. But um, it was I I was listening to a lot of Vampire Weekend, um, and it was that was not very EDM of me, right? Uh, so I just made this little Vampire Weekend sounding song beat thing, and um, I never really showed anybody it because it just didn't feel like the time period. But then things changed and now it feels a little bit more appropriate to our sound so we sort of tried to bring that back um i've got another little track i wrote very um if you listen to me and michael by mgmt very like synthy like that cool um super inspired by that song uh, but that one was written a couple years ago but yeah otherwise most of the stuff that we're working on lately has been written in the last three months or so yeah Awesome. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. That's a, yeah, man. That's a hell of a stockpile. Yeah. Now we just gotta, I gotta teach everybody how to, how to play them live so we can start doing them live. <laughs> so, um, do you have any, uh, like routines or any lifestyle things that help you get in the mood for creating music? Um, that's fine if you say no. <laughs> yeah, yes and no. You know, I think for me, historically, it was something that really had to come naturally. Like I couldn't ever really search for like inspiration or anything. It would just sort of be a thing where like I heard some music that was really inspiring and it would like sent me on this, you know, mental thing where I was like, I only want to work on this music stuff right now. Um, and that's how we operated a lot for a while where it was like it was only when i get these weird moments of inspiration i could just crank out awesome stuff now i think i've been able to force it a little bit more yeah. um i think due to the fact that i've been like playing with instruments like i can literally just sit down and kind of just noodle around and stuff yeah. and more things come out because of that um i think it means that there's certain songs that i'm making that i'm less excited about than others but at the same time i think it isn't a bad thing you know as as someone who started as a guitarist and then turned into a producer sometimes i also go back and play guitar and it kind of almost feels like i'm just scrolling through samples and then i find one that i like and then i can sample yeah. that. <laughs> it sounds silly but like to a producer that's kind of what what playing an instrument can be like yeah for sure Look at us taking drinks at the same time. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, it's it's a fun time. I like picking up the instrument a lot. It's it's I don't know. It's it's just for me, music is such a feeling thing, and um, definitely it's achievable in the computer. And I was able to do it, but like, man, if I'm able to just pick a guitar up or a piano or something and and just like feel it out and play it, it's just I don't know something about it feels right. It's nice. I like. Mm. Was there any like research that had to go into creating the secret recipe? Like you were pulling from influences and other Chris or Tyler, uh, I'm guessing he has like the mixing chops and stuff right. to put it all together, but like just kind of the change in style. Did you have to sort any hiccups out? Mm -mm, not a lot of research on that one. I think the, 
it all that was one of the songs that like i said you know it, it just sort of stemmed where I, I sort of had an inspired moment went and made this song and it's like i blacked out and sort of came out with the secret <laughs> recipe honestly <laughs> um i remember i was listening to um to slender bodies the band um at the time a little bit and so i think the baseline is a bit i don't i don't want to like get sued but the baseline <laughs> does have does have its like um derivatives from that song and you know it sort of built um my original idea that was where my head was but then i think it sort of took a left turn once i added the guitar in it it sort of um and especially once we got hayden to to play guitar he um he brought a real like almost western sound to it yeah that was really interesting um and it yeah i think it sort of just ended up it started as a you know this inspired inspired by another song and group um thing that really through me just doing my thing and you know my friends doing their thing it sort of came out as a unique thing i think awesome yeah i think we're just about ready to wrap up here unless you have any um other stuff you'd like to talk about i'm good just go check out my music video <laughs> if you haven't it's for the Hell secret yeah. recipe we uh we shot it in like three days. I was on like no sleep at all. And we did it all for like a thousand dollars. And it looks pretty awesome in my opinion. So you should go check it out. Other than that, uh, follow us on social media and stuff. And we'll be putting some new music out and hopefully a new music video too. We have some ideas for some fun music videos and really talented friends at making videos. So I think we're going to be able to achieve cool stuff. Yeah. Glad to hear it, man. Cause music videos just add a whole nother level yeah it's nice to have a little bit of visual content to go with it i think people can latch on to it a little easier yeah for sure but, yeah and then also thank you for having me appreciate it man <laughs> yeah Good thanks for coming on man it's great talking to you again after all this time <laughs> for sure yeah i think I the last time i like wow. saw your face on a video feed was like the orl podcast thing that tanner yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, I was still living with my parents and stuff at that point. So, how time changes. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everyone. This was Chris from Jetlag Girl. Check out the video for The Secret Recipe. And if you enjoyed the podcast, I've got a Facebook group called The Wavetable Podcast that you can join and just discuss the podcast and talk to other producers and all that stuff. So yeah, thanks for watching. I'm Astro Rain and check out Jet Lake Girl. Peace. Bye.